Well, I just want the money. <laughs> <laughs> Never a bad time for a little mercenary joke, as it were. That one you heard at the top come from one Chris Brooks of Philadelphia, former independent owner-operator, trucking with authority, and now one half of the songwriting duo that bears his last name. The other half of Ryland Brooks is Nate Ryland, based now here in my hometown of Nashville. And the men are out with a brand new record called If Wishes Were Horses. I'm Todd Dills. This is the Overdrive Radio Podcast, and today we're going to take a tour through the record and Rylan and Brooks' history as a band with a particularly hard-driving brand of what might have been called Outlaw Country another time. Their collaboration blossomed on the road when Rylan came aboard with Brooks' business as a co-driver on longer, time-sensitive runs. Here's a taste of the first single from the record, Abilene. Before we do a little news for this week, ending March 12th, and get into the meat of the episode. Here we go. Or outside space and time And if we keep on keeping at the rate We're keeping on, we're bound to die Lawmakers in Washington are dealing with the same independent contractor issue that has been tied up in California courts. At stake for trucking is the ability of leased owner-operators to continue hauling freight for larger motor carriers. The U.S. House of Representatives passed a bill that would follow in the footsteps of California's AB5, which passed in 2019, codifying a court decision. The House bill is called the Protecting the Right to Organize Act of 2021. It would institute the so-called ABC test for determining whether a business can contract work to an independent contractor. Trucking groups say the leased owner-operator model would be dashed by the ABC test. It would force truck owners into wholly new arrangements with their motor carriers or into business as carriers with their own authority. The PRO Act faces a steep climb in the evenly divided U.S. Senate, where it is unlikely to pass. In other news of legislation facing high political hurdles, a bill introduced in the Oregon House of Representatives would ban the sale of petroleum-derived diesel fuel by 2028. If passed, the statewide ban would be phased in over years, beginning in 2024. The Oregon Trucking Association said the bill is an effort to push renewable diesel fuel. On such a short timeline, though, it would be very difficult to achieve. Speaking of diesel, prices at the pump were sitting at a national average of $3.14 for a gallon, the highest national average in nearly two years. The last time fuel prices were at that level was the week ending uh, May 27, 2019, when fuel was about $3.15 per gallon. Retail diesel prices across the U.S. have skyrocketed since the beginning of February, rising $0.40.5 a gallon since the week ending February 8th, according to the Department of Energy. Fuel prices have now increased for 18 consecutive weeks, rising 77 cents since the beginning of November. The latest hikes are a result of rising crude prices, strong demand for distillates across the board, and the mid-February winter storms that shut down refineries in Texas, the biggest piece of refining capacity in the nation. A major Midwest open deck hauler is raising pay for drivers in 10 northeastern states where freight demand is high. 
Des Moines, Iowa-based TMC Transportation will boost pay for company drivers living in Connecticut, Delaware, Massachusetts, Maryland, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, and Vermont. TMC said all drivers living in those states are eligible to receive a minimum of 30% of each load. Drivers in Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan received the incentive in December. Digital freight broker LoadSmart added flatbed freight to its offerings. The company said the Home Depot has recently begun pushing flatbed freight to LoadSmart's system. Flatbed loads join existing dry van and reefer freight, as well as less than truckload and containers available via LoadSmart's freight matching platform. Loads are available with dynamic pricing and instant booking. Speed limiting technology is back in the news, once again putting the American Trucking Associations at odds with operators. ATA, representing fleets, signaled its reconsidered support for a 2019 bill that would have required limiters. In a letter to DOT Secretary Pete Buttigieg, ATA and supporting organizations called for all new commercial trucks to be equipped with speed limiters. ATA also wants DOT to require use of existing speed limiting technology already installed on trucks manufactured after 1992. The 2019 bill called for maximum speeds to be set at 65 miles per hour or 70 miles per hour if certain safety technologies were in use, such as adaptive cruise control and an automatic emergency braking system. The Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association sent its own letter to the Secretary to oppose speed limiters. OIDA says it opposes any separate nationwide speed limit for trucks, citing safety effects and added costs, not only of installation but also maintenance when the systems fail. And before we hear from Mr. Nate Ryland, a word from Overdrive Radio's sponsor. If you're a leased owner-operator, you need quality insurance to keep you protected. Call First Guard for the commercial truck insurance you need and the service you deserve. First Guard is the trucker's insurance company. We understand your needs and offer physical damage and non-trucking liability insurance for leased owner-operators. With First Guard, you always get fast and friendly service. Visit firstguard.com. That's the number one, stguard.com. First Guard, we speak trucker. Let's talk. We're from Havertown, Pennsylvania, uh, which is um, out, I guess the closest city is Philadelphia and um, also uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, which is a little bit further up north. Uh, long story short, Pennsylvania. Right, right. And how, how long have you been uh, performing together? That was the voice of Nate Ryland, like I said, and this is Chris Brooks. Three years now? Uh, yeah, I'm losing track. I just realized that I, I've known my wife for 10 years. I didn't realize that. Uh, <laughs> it feels like I, I just met her. So uh, I think it might have been That's more good. than that. I'd say three, <laughs> three, to four, three to four years we've been playing. But, uh, you know, also we played while we were working doing transpo. So it's, uh, it's hard to pinpoint exactly when we exactly when we started. But I do remember our first – the first show we did in that regard was uh, 2017. Okay. Uh, is that when it was? I think or 18. It was in it was in Florida because we ended up in Florida a lot. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. Um, I think it was either at Shooters or um, uh, Bourgeoisie in Fort Pierce. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as we started, you know. Uh, realizing that we wrote well together out there, 
uh, we, we were writing a lot of songs. So it wasn't long since when we started playing in those in the little you know open mics and things and bars presenting that stuff and, and, and writing together that we, we actually got enough stuff for that album. Rylan is talking about the pair's first record, the 2018 Half Wild, a bit more steeped in trucking than the latest effort, which was recorded with some of the masters at Omnisound Studios in Nashville. Nate Rowland gets to that in what follows here, and with mention of Dean Miller, producer on the latest record and son of Roger Miller. Yeah, King of the Road. That Roger Miller. Right. It's mostly we did it ourselves, but we had some help with from a, uh, a, a really talented dude named Ross Belenois up in the Philadelphia area. We stayed there for like a week and recorded that with him, but it was really like real hands-on for us, so. Working in Nashville with Dean and all the guys in that band, it's a, a very, it a, couldn't be more different experience, actually. Yeah. Because it was so quick. It just, bam. Um, yeah. Dean fat ended up finding our first record on the internet. Um, and then when um, he said he wanted to produce something of ours, um, we started, we were very interested, big fans of his dad. We like his music. Well, he produced Dallas Moore, who was fantastic. And um, he was kind of like, you know, we were asking what kind of musicians, like, you know, who do you know who would play with us? And he said, like, take your pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he just had the connections. And so we ended up just getting to play with just the top tier guys in town. And it was really incredible. I mean, we, it was our first time meeting uh, most of the players or all the players on the day of the session. Um, okay. But we but we had discussed. uh you know, dream, dream people that we, we said, well, you know, when we were driving, we said, man, if we could get him to play guitar on this or him, you know, uh, Eddie Bayers to play drums or whatever. Cause he was playing on stuff that we were listening to. Um, yeah. and we just discussed it with Dean. He said, sure. I think Eddie Bayers is a good choice. I think, uh, you know, Mark Beckett's a good choice and he, he could do that. Yeah. Um, so, so when we, it was the first time we've ever met him. Uh, and everybody was really great. Obviously yeah. the second, one of the sessions was uh, fully masked and all that, so that made it a real, uh, really interesting, weird experience. But we right. got the job done. <laughs> you know, we just get the job done. It's like we put the mask on and we got the recording done. That's it. I mean, that's what we, we, we had to do. That's yeah. it. Yeah, totally. I mean, you just go to work, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so th- this record's coming out uh, March 12th, and then we've also, you've already got that like single out. Uh, which is like obviously the the sort of truck driving anthem um Adeline, yeah wrote that on a, we were doing a we, we did this in four days man from new york to eagle pass texas and back uh-huh. in four days and it was just one of the most emotionally grueling drives i ever done because we were pushing and uh we were delivering something to Texas, and then it's funny because it ended up um, there's something like wrong with the shipment. He got the wrong stuff anyway. <laughs> Not not our fault. We just got what was in the manifest and loaded up and got it going. But uh, it was it was funny because that was a long trip. And then we got back. He's like, "Oh man, he ordered the wrong thing." <laughs> oh man. And like, you want to come back? <laughs> yeah, you want to come back? No, you're gonna have to send that stuff back somehow. <laughs> oh god. 
Yeah. We got uh, back on Christmas Eve. So that, that was not this last uh, December, but the one before. Yeah. yeah. Before we turn this rig So you guys, you guys were actually team drivers. Together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Chris brought me on. He, Chris was in transportation uh, before me, and yeah, I, I had been. been yeah, I've been doing it since about two thousand seven. Yeah. I want to say so. Chris had been doing individual jobs, yeah. and his and the the runs started getting longer, and uh, to the point where it was whatever illegal to. Yeah. drive that long you know so uh he he knew i i was good my wife always says i'm good uh for uh for for lifting heavy stuff and not much else so <laughs> uh chris got wind of that and he figured i'd be and, and i actually do love driving um uh I, you know at the end of the of the of the hall i i like taking a, br- a little break but i actually do love driving and uh Sometimes I just drive just to clear my head. You know, some people take walks. I just get in the car and start driving, especially around Tennessee. So, so you you're pretty new to 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 trucking, then Nate. But uh, but Chris, you have long experience there. Were were you owner operator um, at that time, or were you just driving for for a company or what? Uh, no. So like, I started my own company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, I'd done some uh, small work. Uh, for different companies over the years. And then I realized, you know, I want to save up, buy my own truck. Yeah. And um, just start taking on some of the clients that I'd had over the years. And then I snowballed that and um, had my own business for since, you know, about 2009, 2010. Okay. Did you end up um, adding trucks through the years or just just one? Always thought about it. Um, Just had one. There's a point here, you're on the road so much. Right. You're not, you're gone so long. And I was like, do I want to make this what I do for the rest of my life? Right. Right. Um, and I guess like come get trying to get into this music now is like, you know what? I, I think I want to be, I spent yeah. enough, yeah, I spent enough years being gone most of the time. So right. but music, music for both of you guys, I, I imagine as for, for a lot of folks, it probably goes back um, even farther than any of the, any of the trucking stuff, right? It, so. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, we were both in different projects and different bands Okay. at the time, but we always got along real good. Right. And um I was always kind of on the lookout for someone to help me, you know, with the loads um, uh, coming on and off. And as, as you get older, that's kind of harder to find people who are, who are going to, you know, hop onto a job for a single thing and it won't be steady work. You know what I mean? But right, um, right. Nate was available a lot, okay. you know, because being a musician. Sure. <laughs> and uh, so he just kind of became my go-to guy. Right. And then it just kind of blossomed from there. You guys started writing together, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah. And then went on the road. That's that's it. That's great. Um, yeah. How how far back did that go? Just, um, just a few years, I guess. When, when yeah, you got- kind of like yeah, it was kind of like you know, he started uh, doing jobs with me. Then yeah. uh, we started writing. Then we we're like, we got to make a record because these yeah. songs are these songs are good. Yeah. You know, so, one of the the very first songs we wrote. 
not the first one, but one of the first ones called Friend of the Road, which is okay. all about trucks. I was like, Nate and I were just talking like about, you know, one of the things that inspired us to do it was when we were doing these halls, country music was kind of the what we listened to the whole yeah. time. It's great driving music, you know what I mean? It's just like, sure. you know, Jerry Reed, Waylon Jennings, just stuff like that. And we really wanted to make, so yeah. even our first album and this other one, we really wanted to make music that would be great for guys on the road to listen to, you know what I mean, and connect with. And so that was a big inspiration for us, was playing for that lifestyle. Between heaven and hell, there's a worn-out floor and a bar stool just for you. All easy street, be the enemy, and you might just kill me too. Everybody's hometown. There's a place that's known to all. It's the bottom of the bottom where you smoke right. them if you got and then, Yeah, there's a lot of that here on the uh, on the record, and I love that. Uh, I love that Easy Street song. It's got that. Uh, I don't know what you call that. Is that like Western swing? Is that what they call yeah. that? That sort of. Uh, it feels. It just got that honky tonk kind of feel to it, right? I was interested in the idea of. of, of things coming easy sometimes um maybe i had i think we were both on a bit of a roll in our personal lives at the time as for what i remember and i felt like man this is just snapping together here and uh and uh but i thought you know if you if you if, if you if you stay on easy street uh you might end up like in the song you know sure. but it's really uh yeah <laughs> now i don't I did tell him that I didn't name it, but there was the real life location that that was based off. <laughs> there, there, there definitely is, and uh, I just, I, I'm just gonna keep it, keep it, uh, keep them a bit anonymous there. So uh, sure. you might have to go uh, back there at uh, some point, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be. Yeah. We've never left, really. primary voice on both Abilene and Easy Street, as you might have guessed, is that of Chris Brooks, though both Ryland and Brooks feature throughout the course of the record. I asked about the title track, If Wishes Were Horses, a love song of a fashion with a vocal performance by Ryland. Turns out, the writing stems from a relationship his co-writer went through. Here's Nate. Um, this song originated uh, with a relationship that Chris had been in, uh, and uh, we wrote about it uh we wrote we wrote about that basically um you know and uh he, we we you know he was kind of wishing that things had been different but you know if wishes were horses and right. um well, I was, and I was... also uh yeah and and also just in terms of like uh we we want to we want we would like everybody listening to Ryland Brooks and and we were we would have a lot of uh dude dude fans and we got a lot of guys loving our music but uh we thought maybe a little something for for uh, a little something more sensitive on the record might uh 
might bring some folks on board who right. hadn't heard us yet. Right. And, uh, you know, I've, I've just gotten out of a bad relationship and for a lot of reasons. And, uh, I, I was complaining about it to my old man and, uh, like, oh, if it had been like this and if it had been like that, he said, he's like, you know, your grandmother used to always say, if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. Right. And I was like, that's got to be a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I used to dream, oh, yes, I did. The open fields and meadows, I would wander in my sleep. But now them dreams are all of you. Things I never said or said I would but didn't do And every time I reach out You pull away with another excuse Actually, I looked it up not too long ago Because I, I got the same, you know, for my grandmother Right But I looked it up and apparently it's an old Scottish song yeah. <laughs> um, Thankfully it doesn't sound anything like the one uh, Nate and I wrote. So. Right, right. Well, I mean, at least you know you've got you've got a tradition there that you can point to if if you uh, if it makes uh, it makes anybody uh, think think uh, better of the song, I guess, or not. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was a choice to take the bagpipes off the record. You know, we, <laughs> we had put them there. Home again. If I could You guys, uh, you guys planning um, any kind of touring uh, with this once everything gets kind of settled out? Yeah. Okay. Oh, we sure are. Uh, we can't. We've been we've been planning. We're planning a few routes. Uh, one of them would take us through Midwest uh, into Lincoln, uh, Nebraska, where we're currently charting on the radio. Um, and uh, we're also planning to reschedule a tour that got canceled due to COVID at the very beginning when things came out. Um, yeah, we were we were like really playing it by ear, and uh, and that's what we heard, and everything everything got canceled. So we're gonna reschedule that. That is like an it's it's not it's like East Coastish. It's uh it's yeah. PA, New York, and um, uh, I think Jersey. I, I can't quite remember. And then we're also planning like a like a Western and Deep South uh, route as well. So we are we are we are working hard to get out there and see our friends again, um, all out there for sure. song uh t- take me through the story of it it's that uh it's this is another another driving song of a fashion but uh the passenger blues well um, it was kind of a mix of it. it was clearly a lot of our inspiration comes from just being on the road and right. seeing an endless 
horizon in front of you hours on end but you know also the idea of um feeling like you're a passenger in your own life sometimes and you're you're not in control but you 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 want to be (laughs) you know Yeah. Yeah. Or you've been avoid you've been avoiding it for a while. You've been avoiding driving for a while, but it is it's time to time to go, you know. We'd like to put out an EP, and uh, in between when we get started on a new record with, uh, you know, a new full record uh, in Nashville again, okay. uh, and I, we're probably looking into 2022 on the on another full record, and hopefully, if all goes right, an EP by the end of the year this year as well um, that we've already that we've started. So uh, right. that's what we're looking forward to as far as releases goes, and we're going to be expanding a lot of our. Uh, just our, you know, stuff you can buy, you know, stickers, beer koozies, any, you know, all kinds of stuff, shot glasses. And uh, so we're working on that too. Um, so that uh, we can have some cool stuff around. <laughs> I make that money. You know, yeah. it's, uh, it's, good, it's good stuff, you know. So I, I think uh, pe- people tend to enjoy it. And if, our, if the merch table is a little lean, I don't feel right about that because uh, I want it to be the best experience for everybody at our shows, for sure. We both do. As for Chris Brooks, well... Well, I just want the money. <laughs> <laughs> big thanks here to Rylan Brooks, the songwriting and formerly trucking duo of Chris Brooks and Nate Rylan here. I have a feeling we'll be hearing more from these guys in due time when both get set up here in Nashville. Keep tuned for more. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive Magazine. The podcast is edited and produced by myself, Todd Dills, with no small amount of support from Overdrive Extra contributor Paul Marhofer, Overdrive Editorial Director Max Heine, Social Media Coordinator Holly Young, News Editor Matt Cole, and Executive Editor James Gillette. Tune in next week for a run through our own Long Haul Paul Marhofer's personal trucking hall of fame, as it were. Number 7 originally in, in the Over the Road series, co-produced with PRX's Radiotopia. Everybody keep it pro. We'll see you next week. Rylan Brooks will take us out. We fight the good fight, and we might just live to fight another day. In Kansas, don't quit working on you now.